mukbang <laughs> we can do asmr podcast hi yes this is the dr yes mr hi podcast <laughs> yes mukbang version <laughs> <laughs> our listeners gonna love this <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, well, I'm gonna get a mukbang orange chicken. Ooh, and <laughs> oh rice. my gosh, and bacon beef. <laughs> Please, I'm starving. Mr. Hyde Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It's been quite a while. It has been a while. I'm Dr. Rios with me and my co host. I fucked that up. Mr. Hyde. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He like, saved me. Forget my last name, but it's like featuring uh, me. <laughs> What's my name again? So it is season two. We decided to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to turn this down here. There we go. So I had to take a little bit of a break because shit's been going on. Yep, lots of things have been happening. Ain't no time nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Working a lot and moving, packing things up and moving. It's terrible. I don't ever want to move again, but I'm going to have to do it like three more times before I die. <laughs> <laughs> three more times in the next two weeks. <laughs> oh my god, no please. Just get that U-Haul ready. <laughs> <laughs> the deposit's already down. <laughs> it's like, I need to borrow this. This date, this date, this date. Hold on to it for me. <laughs> yeah. Can I get that one reserved? I like the way that turns. How's it been going? It's been going, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to renovate and trying to get stuff done that I've been putting off forever. And when I say I'm going to do it, I look at it and then say, mm, I'm going to do it next week. Next week is fine. And next week never comes. <sighs> Until now. Renovating is like the moving of staying where you are. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to move into a new house just in my own mind. <laughs> so, yeah. hmm, this doesn't look like the one I want. Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> Tons of work, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Busy B. The uh, topic for today's podcast, at least in the beginning, is... Uh, uh, well, we had the Gary Gripe. That was episode two. <laughs> Link down below. Yeah. I put it in the description below. Somewhere. Yeah. So, you see something that says the Gary Gripe, that's it. Click on, <laughs> click on that. So, this this episode, we're going to be talking about someone else. Now, we have the liars like Gary, and and I would say maybe maybe it's fibbers. We have the fibbers like Gary, and then we have the liars, like the extreme liars, like uh, another co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> or the super exaggerator. Yeah, not, not even. I'm going to tell you some of these stories. You haven't heard any of them yet. I'm going to tell you some of these stories, <laughs> some ridiculous things, um, and we're going to call this, uh, this co-worker, we're going to call her Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> like the one from Dodgeball, yeah. oh, Michelle. And Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess what her name is. <laughs> Blade, laser, <laughs> blazer, and Michelle. And Michelle. <laughs> All right. So, we'll look at the first story. And I think we're going to do the Smashing Pumpkin story. Since it's only fitting that we had the Gary Gripe start with the Smashing Pumpkin story. Okay. <laughs> Which then I'm going to tell you some some more about that. So, Smashing Pumpkins, right? 90s band. Still going strong. Uh, I like them. Yeah, yeah, I like them too. I went to a concert recently. And nice. Gary told me all about it. Front row seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was texting uh Billy Corgan during that time. <laughs> um, okay, so she was saying that she was in Chicago. She lives in she lived in Chicago before. Now she's in Arizona, and she was at a bar, and apparently she she witnessed some guy stealing the tips from waiters. And she oh was man, like, that's pretty jacked up. Stealing yeah, tips from waiters. <laughs> Seriously, for all the fucking work they do. So then he, she, she was like, oh yeah, definitely, that's fucked up, I'm gonna go report him. So she goes to report uh, to the bouncer of the bar. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins was performing at that bar, but they weren't called Smashing Pumpkins yet, so she was like, oh yeah, I saw the Smashing Pumpkins before they were the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, 
Apparently the bouncer either told the Smashing Pumpkins about it, or they saw it happen. <clears throat> so they go down to her. Billy Corgan walks up to her and he's like, you are so honest. Um, <laughs> that That's the most honest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> too honest. Uh, it's just too honest. We want you to be our manager. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the nowheres. Like, she's some random chick in a bar. <laughs> who did the normal thing. <laughs> it's not even like... It's honorable, sure, but it's normal. Anyone would do that. Be like, hey, bouncer, I'm not going to be the one to go tell that guy not to steal things. Can you go tell him? <laughs> Can you go get him arrested or something? <laughs> yeah, so Billy Corgan's like, I want you to be our manager. And she's like, oh, no, I could never be your manager. I don't know anything about music. First thing that should have come to Billy Corgan's mind, right? But <laughs> she was just like, oh, this other guy's doing you doing just well. He's like, yeah, but you're so honest. <laughs> Honest, getting a job as a manager, and getting promoted all in the same day. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, then a couple of years down the line, she goes to a concert. And uh, apparently she, I don't know if she was in the front row or she went backstage or something. And then Billy Corgan's like, you're the, you're the one. You're the one that turned us down and didn't want to be our manager before we were smashing pumpkins. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and he goes... Man, I can't believe you turned us down. <laughs> and she's like, you guys wouldn't be the Smashing Pumpkins if, if I was your manager. Like, I agree with that. <laughs> I do too. She I, probably would 100%. crash that whole thing. <laughs> but then, I tell Gary the story. And it's hilarious because Gary, being a, such, a, such a liar, <laughs> he thinks Michelle's stories are complete bullshit. He's just like, oh my god, did you hear that story she told today? This is fucking ridiculous. I'm like, okay, Gary. <laughs> Whatever you say. Like, okay. Yeah. Mr. You too. Mr. I got herpes off a toilet seat. <laughs> I got AIDS off a toilet seat. Yeah. And they called me on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> telling me. Hey, you have AIDS. Got it from a toilet seat. <laughs> so then I tell him the story. And he's like, oh. Well, I mean, to her credit, Billy Corgan does have, like, a photographic memory. So, like, if he would have saw her, he would have definitely recognized her. And uh, you, you tell me what, like, bar it was in. Because I think he told me something about that. Like, uh, that he was asking someone to be his manager. And uh, and he remembers that. And he was telling me about it. But I think it was a guy that he was talking about, not Michelle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, Gary. Are you trying to corroborate her story? <laughs> I'm sorry, were you there? <laughs> I swear I was. <laughs> like, And then he was like, yeah, he's got a photograph- photographic memory. He was telling me, like, last week, he was like, yeah. You know, I, see, <laughs> I see people on the front row, and I'm like, where did I know you from? Oh, yeah, you went to my show in 1985. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There you are. Yeah, I was looking all over for you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I never forget a face. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's that's her Smashing Pumpkin story. Oh, and it was man. funny because when she started telling it, she was like, uh, we were talking about music. And then she was like, yeah, so let me tell you a story. I was in Chicago and I was like, oh, that's what Smashing Pumpkins are. She's like, yeah, this is my Smashing Pumpkin story. <laughs> I'm like, oh my fucking God, you, you too. <laughs> oh my gosh. They've been there. Speaking of you too, I'm friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's that bullshit? <laughs> Meeting Smash Pumpkins being the manager. <laughs> so she claims to have been part of like this whole <clears throat> this whole um she was part she was works worked for Verizon at one point. She was part of the whole like planning concerts or something. She was down in some city and Lincoln Park was playing. And she was like, Yeah, so one time I was uh, outside the concert and I was eating at some restaurant and the and, and I've eaten there so many times and then Lincoln Park walks in, the whole band, and they're like, Uh, can we get this, this and this? And I'm like Oh, you shouldn't eat that because it's, you know, right before the show, you're going to get, you know, some stomach issues with that food that you're ordering. And they were like, oh, okay, we definitely shouldn't order that then. So they order something light and like less. And then after the show, they find her and they're like, thanks so much for not letting us eat that food. Man, I I was already getting some rumblies. (laughs) You know, and... um... I've never heard Mike Shinoda say rumblies. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we were thinking as a group, how would you like to be a manager? Yeah, you're so honest and you know all about food. You want to be our chef? <laughs> and she has, like, three other, other like, stories about bands. Like, the Eagles. She met the Eagles one time. 
Um, Same like thing. that band, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing band. Legendary. And she was sitting in a restaurant, of course, of all places, always. <laughs> always in a restaurant. And they walk in, and she was like, and, and, and she was sitting by herself, and they're like, who's that girl over there sitting by herself? Like, she was like, fell the ball or something. <laughs> and then, so they go walk over to her, and they sit down next to her, and this is after the Eagles had disbanded, and so it was one of the, I don't forget which one she said, one of them was doing a solo act, and the other band, the rest of the band came to support him. So, it's the rest of the band sitting with her, and they're like, yeah, we came here to support him, blah, blah, blah. You want to come sit in the front row with us? <laughs> and then they invite her to the front row. They play, he plays a bunch of songs, and then they say, okay, Michelle, Michelle. Yeah, that's what to say. No, her name and everything. I know, he's like, okay, Michelle. What song do you want him to play? And she said an Eagle song. So they all got up and played for her. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. <laughs> what kind of life? Okay. <laughs> and then they probably said, so. Who are you? <laughs> Michelle. Yeah. You have any manager experience? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about, like, managing stuff? <laughs> have you ever been approached for managing? You're so good at it. <laughs> the songs you picked were <laughs> amazing. <laughs> You manage your budget, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, you, you're your manager. I want to hire you. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, you know, that's... How many chances, like... You know, a lot of people don't even meet anyone famous, like, ever. Yeah. But she's <laughs> met everyone famous. Yeah. And manager at all three. <laughs> <laughs> she was almost a manager for all the bands in the world. <laughs> even D12. <laughs> My band. <laughs> well, we'll go through a lightning round. Okay, <laughs> because there's there's shorter, dumber stories that I'm just like, eh. But this is all true. <laughs> <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. So she claimed to have ESP. The fuck? But only for the lottery. <laughs> oh my gosh! What the hell? But only because she was one digit off every single time <laughs> like every time i play she's like so i would go to the store with my dad and we would get um lottery tickets and i'd be the one to pick them out and then every time we would get them i would be one number off it would be <laughs> if it was a five i would get a six or a four and i'm like hell <laughs> nah i'm like what are the i mean you have to have esp for that to be real <laughs> right and then all of a sudden, you see on the right side, it says QP on it. <laughs> and then she just said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, all quick fix. <laughs> like, I swear to God, I almost hit the lottery with this quick pick. <laughs> One number off every week. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's like the quick pick has the ESP. <laughs> and then, um, she would. She says that they would watch the lottery, and she would call out the numbers as, the, as they were pulling them. She'd be like, it's going to be a five, and it'd be a five. And, and, my, nah. and her dad's like, where is this ESP when you're getting love? <laughs> she's like, it just came to me at the time. <laughs> it's like she saw it first, and then she's like, what does that say? <laughs> oh, five, yeah. Five. <laughs> That's the next number. I said that in my head. <laughs> There's um, no way. Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, my God. She's telling all these stories, like, well, practically back to back. All right. So, <laughs> so she likes to, like, be... I don't know. What do you call it? Hipster? <laughs> Where she's like, I did these things before anyone's ever done them. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I created bling. Yeah. <laughs> I created that's hot. <laughs> she said before Lunchables and like certain like um, meats were a thing, like certain like platters, her dad would, would cut and slice certain things into a platter with crackers and she would, it would be like her treat, her special treat that her dad invented hell nah <laughs> and apparently i mean i don't know how she, honestly she's like she's old yeah <laughs> like I don't, but still <laughs> but I, so so when i was writing this list i just wrote down invented lunchables <laughs> she's like i invented the pizza one the staple ham one <laughs> right with the cheese and the turkey <laughs> you ask for swiss that was me <laughs> You know that little brownie thing? That was me. And the TV dinner, that was me. <laughs> right. What are they, uh, what are those cool ones with the penguin on them? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> the one with the penguin on it. 
um, <clears throat> one time she was driving down a dark road, uh, coming off a freeway, and her headlights caught something in the bushes. And so she stopped, and she said, I thought I saw someone sitting either with a bat or a gun on a duffel bag in the bushes. And she was like, I gotta call the police. So she calls the police. Now, mind you, the, she calls the police, and it's like, I don't know how long before the police come. The dude's, <laughs> the dude's literally still sitting in the bushes, <laughs> waiting for her to call the police. So then the cops come, and they pick him up. And apparently he was sitting on, like, I don't know, what's what's the denomination for drugs? <laughs> in a duffel bag. <laughs> kilos. Like, like 18 billion kilos of drugs. <laughs> In a duffel bag. She she wasn't particularly specific about cocaine, heroin, <laughs> weed. But he was sitting on a duffel bag with a shotgun in his lap. Oh my gosh. And the then fuck? the cops come and arrest him, which I mean like flea much. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> And I even told him I'm gonna call the cops. I know. I was sitting outside like I'm gonna call the cops. I'm gonna call I'm calling him right now. My name is Michelle. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. It's a guy in the bushes with a bat or like a, a gun or something <laughs> with like duffel bags of i don't know heroin or cocaine or something drugs yeah drugs <laughs> denominations of drugs i got my dare shirt on i know i think she does have a dare shirt <laughs> she does i admitted that too man <laughs> yeah, the, i was the first one to say dare drugs are air <laughs> <laughs> The RE doesn't stand for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just made it up on the spot. Yeah. Couldn't come up with any for the RE. It's like, you know what I meant. Get my shirt in circulation. Yeah. Put a line on it. Yeah. Put it in schools and shit like that. <laughs> Seminars and that shit. <laughs> so. Why don't we have a, a dog do it? I know. I a talking dog. You know, dare. Yeah. I dare you to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's right there double dog <laughs> I was about to dare that guy to do it with the you know the guy with the baseball bat and the double bag <laughs> know, right? he already had a ton of drugs yeah so I was like hey give me some I'll call the cops <laughs> he was on everything <laughs> so he didn't give me none so I called the cops <laughs> I, snitched, I snitched on him yeah. <laughs> snitches get stitches but not this snitch <laughs> so how does that dude in the in the bushes not have like a criminal empire <laughs> and then have her just Snuffed out. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, if you don't make me your manager, I'll call the cops. Yeah. Do you want to be the manager of this criminal enterprise? Yeah. A duffel bag is where you start at. I know. You, you can move this. You can move anything. <laughs> Michelle, you can touch a ball. You can touch a <laughs> And then uh, the cop was like, oh, my God, thanks so much for recovering these drugs. And this guy with the shotgun, he's so dangerous sitting in the bushes waiting for someone to show up. So then he was like... Here's my card. If you ever get in any trouble, it's practically like a get out of jail, jail free card. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, my, my first question would have been, is this in like all counties or? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, are you the chief of American police? <laughs> if I get caught over here in Arizona and I'm going to call you in Chicago and be like, hey, <laughs> I, uh, I got in some trouble. <laughs> I got in some shit. I accidentally. <laughs> Became the manager of a criminal enterprise. <laughs> and I got caught. Like overnight. Yeah. I was an overnight sensation. He gave me one bag of some denomination of drugs. <laughs> Ounces. <laughs> you said kilos. A teenth. <laughs> it was a teenth. Ounces, kilos. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they just gave it to me, okay? <laughs> I don't know the, the system. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, someone in the bushes, yes. But who it was and everything... That was kind of like, are you on your medication? <laughs> Dementia. <laughs> you want something? She. I want some. <laughs> it is it is hilarious because it's just like the Gary situation where she'll tell a story to everyone, and she'll tell it multiple times to new people, and everyone will be like, "She's full of shit," <laughs> and then Gary will be like, oh, "I don't know, actually, she told that story to me before, and she said it exactly." The way she did it before. Like, it didn't change. Which means it probably could be true. And I'm like, Gary, that means you've been saying it for, like, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> you knew the story. Yeah. In and out. You know the story so well. <laughs> Your freaking lie. 
Like, you remember that guy in the bushes? Like when I go back. What guy in the bushes? Remember the guy in the bushes that had like a duffel bag and all kinds of shit like drugs and guns and bats and stuff? Like You insane. I, I don't I never did anything like that. What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I didn't tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know bushes. <laughs> oh, that was just um I was writing a book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a story I was thinking about. <laughs> it was made up. <laughs> uh she was and the thing is like she has this whole um um a gallery of of jobs she was working at concerts for verizon she was uh a dispatcher she works at a call center <laughs> which is where she ended up i'm like you had this amazing life and then you ended up at a call center yeah the fuck are you doing at a call center right you had like opportunities like <clears throat> for other things and then you're at just a basic call center she was like she t- this is the one that was like oh my god like everyone just like face palmed because she was like so I learned how to read when I was two. (laughs) She was like, she was like, I was sitting reading to my sister, my little sister at two years old. My parents walk in and they're like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm reading. She's like, ah, she just uh, memorized the book. Let's get her a newspaper. (laughs) So they bring in a newspaper and she reads the newspaper out loud to them. What? As a two year old. No way. <laughs> Two years old. <laughs> barely talk. <laughs> right? Like not even like like just jumping on furniture barely. <laughs> yeah. So then she was like, Yeah, I, I was reading as a two year old, I was reading newspapers and everything. And then by the time I was in kindergarten, I was reading at a high school level. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> There's no way. And then everyone was like, Oh, she's full full of shit. <laughs> There's no way. I was hooked on phonics. I could do all that. I did all the drugs. Rosetta Stone. All that <laughs> Rosetta stuff. Rosetta Stone. I could read in Spanish by the time yeah. I was five. Yeah, I was fluent as hell. <laughs> now I know ten languages. And then I forgot. Yeah. Now I work at a call center now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a savant. Right? They weren't trying to pay me extra, so I was like, I don't know anything about speaking any other languages. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> El baño. El uh, uh, quesadilla. Mucho gusta. <laughs> No, come friend day. C. Kakui. So she worked at a uh, um, a dispatcher in Chicago, and I, I've done a little bit of research to find out if I could find her <laughs> anything about her since she's had such an amazing life. <laughs> Nothing yet, <laughs> but I will get back to you. So Google hasn't updated their wiki. <laughs> exactly, right. I'm, I'm Michelle. I'm Michelle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she worked at a dispatcher, and apparently the cops were all buddy buddy with her. So they had to do this like calibration where they, apparently, I don't know, I don't know anything about cops, but they would they would have them shoot, uh, target practice to confirm that they're still okay with shooting. You know, so. Yeah. They, they, they do calibration, um, so they're they're all competitive about it. They're shooting, and then they bring Michelle, and they're like, hey, Michelle, you want to just shoot for fun? And she's like, sure. So she takes a gun. Apparently she's almost never picked up a gun before. <clears throat> and then she manages to outshoot all the cops. <laughs> all of them. One-handed. She said that. <laughs> With a... Magnum. <laughs> I, I I don't think it was Magnum. <laughs> she said, all I did was I put one arm behind my back, and I pointed it out in front of me, and I shot, and I did better than everyone. I was I did the kill shot. She was like, I did one, two in the chest, and one in the head. <laughs> I was like, what? And then she said, then I switched hands. Oh, my God. Non-dominant hand, put the other hand behind my back, and did the kill shot, and outshot them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like... Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's no way. There is no and sideways homie sights. <laughs> so like, I turned it John Wick style. One handed. I actually shot the bullet, shot that bullet with another bullet, and split it. All and then the I same curved, shot. It around, curved it around the first bullet on its way. <laughs> yeah, and I curved it. <laughs> so she did that, and then uh, to to further like 
you know, beef up the story. She wanted more. She wanted more talk time. But <laughs> and with a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> then the the misogynistic, uh, stereotypical uh, chief of police comes in, sits down, sees the list, and sees that she's at the top of it. Now he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> and he like runs out. Apparently, he was a big burly guy and like had his coffee spilling everywhere. She was running towards the the cops, and he's like, "What is this? How could she be at the top of the list? How can a woman be at the top of the list?" And then all the cop friends are like, well, she shot better than all of us. And, you know, she shot, so she should be on the list. Just, you know, she did better than us. And, like, he had a fucking hissy fit. And so she was, like, uh, pioneering for women in the police force. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how she was the chief of police. (laughs) The chief of police was like, do you want to be our manager? (laughs) You want my job? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh! And like her whole thing is full of stories about how she, uh, how she's just better than everyone. It is like the shooting. Then she had one where she said that she didn't ever ski before, and all of her friends were competitive skiers going down between the flagpoles. Right, so they would go into the gates and they would have their scores. She, being so inexperienced, didn't know how to stop or slow down. Went through the poles on accident. And beat their time. (laughs) (laughs) Without penalties. (laughs) Exactly. She's like, I went through every gate. She literally said she went through every gate. (laughs) And made it to the bottom and beat their time. Oh my gosh. Hell no. While doing flips. (laughs) And she was like, I don't use ski poles because my friend got impaled by a ski pole. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! There is no way. She's better than everyone else. I don't know. Apparently, I I, I, I can't compete with that. We're still trying to find this news article to back up her stuff. I know that's what I'm saying. There's one I I literally looked up to see if I could find a news story about this this guy who died, and I still haven't found it yet. But I, I'll tell you about that story in a second. <laughs> but she's like so good at everything, but she's a terrible call center agent. <laughs> And she thinks she's good. Yeah, that's the. the she really does, actually. That's that's a whole. That's other the kicker. <laughs> but <laughs> twisted plot. <laughs> uh, she did that. She did that. I literally wrote down every story she told as she was telling it because I was like, it's like, wait, slow down. Wait, man, no, wait, what did you say you did? Four cannon fire. <laughs> yep. I need you to go back. <laughs> Tell me that story one more time, slowly this time. Yeah. While I'm not on the call. <laughs> Let's see. Some quick ones. Um, she was in Las Vegas when, when uh, Wayne Newton's kangaroo escaped, and she saw it jump across the street. What the hell? Yep, she was there. What the hell? But they didn't have any camera phones, so she couldn't take a picture. Oh, my God. Um, she saw a bunch of cars fly off a trailer in, on the freeway, and, like, just, you know, it was crazy. <laughs> she was like, I saw it. Uh, it was it was like loosening up. I saw it the entire time. It was loosening up, and then by the time we passed it, by the time we passed it, the cars just flew off, and like seven or eight cars just like tumbled into the freeway. It was amazing or crazy or whatever. She's like, I saw Final Destination happen. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, were you there? <laughs> um, when she saw also a dune buggy fly off of a, of a truck. What the hell? Um, one time she worked in American Express, and um, if this podcast ever gets popular enough, uh, I need. Oprah Winfrey to confirm this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Uh, apparently she saved her money from someone stealing it, causing fraud. So, so they were like, oh they're doing fraudulent gosh. things. So so she, she saved the money for Oprah Winfrey. I don't know how the fuck she did it. I don't know how you stop fraud in like a low-level department in American Express. But then she looked at all the signs of the fraud. She caught everything, wrote everything down, made a whole case file, provided it to management. Oh my they gosh. caught the frauder, the, the fraud, fraud, fraudicator, fraudster, the fraud, fraud leader, the fraud, <laughs> fraud manager that she was gonna be a part of. She was like, she's like, I'm gonna report you unless I can be your manager. So I report you unless you're hiring me. <laughs> and they found the the fraudy, <laughs> and um. Oprah Winfrey called her personally to thank her. Oh my gosh. She's like, thank you so much for saving all my money. All the money that I had. And then she's like, 
Oh, the kicker was. Do you want me? You want to be a manager? <laughs> She's like, hey, hold on. My friend wants to talk to you. And it's smashing pumpkins. <laughs> and he's saying, hey, thank you. You're so honest. <laughs> You're so honest. <laughs> the most it? honest person. <laughs> Billy Corgan, did you hear what he said? <laughs> she saved me money. <laughs> she found another froster. <laughs> and, uh, hold on a sec. My bush is moving. <laughs> hey, he has a duffel bag and a fucking... Dad is a gun. <laughs> he wants to congratulate you too. <laughs> With the chief of police. <laughs> the eagles are here. <laughs> and it all tied in. It all tied into one. That's why she works at a coast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we were listening to the radio one time at work and um, she, she heard uh, the song Free Falling. <laughs> and she was like I was on my way down skydiving and um, they had the radio on and then as soon as I was in within like 500 feet I could hear the music and the music was the song Free Falling and everyone cheered <laughs> they were like it's perfect she's free falling she's free that's what you do when you skydive you free fall <laughs> get it yeah and that was number one now my question well, is, and this, everybody. <laughs> this is a very specific thing. She said 500 feet. I'm going to go Google to see if we can listen to music 500 feet up from the ground. <laughs> can you hear a radio? <laughs> I'm assuming it wasn't a special radio. Yeah. I had my earbuds in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can hear the radio down, down below in my earbuds. <laughs> it kind of got messed up because I heard someone say, Pull your shoes. <laughs> Pull your shoes. <laughs> but I'm free falling. But I'm free. <laughs> Let's see. She crashed a snowmobile going 90. With a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. how. Can snowmobiles go 90 miles per hour? They go pretty fast. Like 70. Oh, about 90. But like on a flat surface? <laughs> on a flat surface. Like not going downhill. <laughs> I mean, it's just a... I mean, can it go 90? Is that possible? I'm going to say... Right. Yes, but without flying. <laughs> How fast can a snowmobile go? This is this is can be proven right now. High powered, modern. Now this is when she was a kid, so this is like forty years ago. Yeah, like fifty, 50. years ago. <laughs> can achieve speeds in excess of up to one hundred and fifty miles per hour. Drag racing snowmobiles can reach two hundred. I guess a non-modern one. It could go ninety. Anyway, she was going 90, she crashed it, and then she bruised it her entire body, didn't break any bones, and then hid it from her parents for, like, weeks while she recovered. She had to, like, land she... in, like, 20 feet of snow, like, soft as shit. Apparently it crushed her. Uh -huh. <laughs> and broke no bones and, and everything. And broke no bones, and it was she was in enough shape to be able to, like, barely shower by herself. That's like action hero getting out of, like... <laughs> An explosion. <laughs> yeah, explosion with fire, and it, that explodes, and then everything explodes, but walk out there like with nothing happened. I survived. Happened. Uh, she did some pranks in high school, senior pranks, but like, her senior pranks were, the other people had to be fucking retarded. <laughs> because she was like, yeah, one time I pulled a senior senior prank, I, I got some caution tape, and I took the caution tape and I put it across some, some staircase, and then I got some chalk and I made some chalk outlines of bodies, and me and my friend were just like waiting for the dean to come in, and so the, the faculty comes in, they walk in, they see the chalk, and they see the caution tape, and they immediately call the police, they're like, what's going on here, and they call the police, police come, and they're like, this isn't ours, <laughs> <laughs> and she never got caught, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, no one really knows what happened. <laughs> But there's a legend in school yeah, now that someone died. Someone died, but but not really. But not really. It was just. It was probably like pink chalk or some shit. No, like the white one. <laughs> like green, you know, you want to use for hopscotch or something. No, no, no. You put pink if there's blood. Yeah. <laughs> was there blood? Yes. Put pink chalk. It had X on his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> had a smiley face. <laughs> Brownie face, he's dead. He's dead died good. Died happy. Yeah. <laughs> he died happy. His last words were, chalk. <laughs> His last words were, would you like to be a manager? <laughs> and she wasted him. She wasted him. Just killed him right on the spot. 
She claimed to have been the first family to ever watch Die Hard as a snow as a Christmas movie. What the hell? Yeah, she was like, so before my family even knew anything about that, we we watched it for the first time. We were like, this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> And then ever since they watched it as a Christmas movie, and their mom's like, "Why are you watching this movie on Christmas?" And she's like, "Because it's really a Christmas movie." <laughs> and then she found on the internet later that everyone does it, and she was like, "I was the first. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> uh, "Everyone copied me." Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it was a trend that she wasn't aware of, and she started it. <laughs> um, she, one of her pranks was she put detergent in a pool, and apparently, uh, when they were cleaning the pool out, they couldn't get the soap out for like days. I don't know. I can see her doing something dumb yeah, like that. Yeah, but like, but Michelle though, yeah. <laughs> she seems like she she's acting like she she's so reckless and stuff like that. But like, she seems like no, nah, it's more not like I purposely did it. More like I was like getting the laundry and then I tripped and fell and then <laughs> tide went in the All fucking the pool and then that, that was it. <laughs> How do we get it out? <laughs> yeah, so quick! Everyone take a shower at the same time. That's the fastest way. <laughs> The dirt. The dirt. <laughs> the dirt. Too much suds. <laughs> um, one of the last pranks she did was she, there was this bell tower at her school. I'm going to go look it up, see if there's a bell tower at Chicago school somewhere. Anyway, she was a bell tower, and the bell tower had never been rung, and it wasn't ringing for like years and years. No one knew how to use it. She goes up as a prank, steals her faculty's keys, <laughs> S- unlocks the thing, goes all the way up to the top of the bell tower. Started like <laughs> hunchback of Notre Dame and right. shit. Found a manual in just a regular drawer, so like anyone could have, you know. Like how to ring a bell. It, it was, seriously. From a bell tower. <laughs> it was a, it was an automatic bell. So like she put the timer on and it rang every hour now <clears throat> after that. And she was like, prank! And everyone was like, oh my god, how do we turn it off? How do we turn it off? And then the faculty was like, you're the only one who had my keys. I know it was you. She goes, well, I mean, it wasn't me. I can't tell you it was me. And he goes, well, no one in this entire school knows how to turn it off. Um, So if it was you or wasn't you, can you go up and turn it off at some point? (laughs) Here's my keys. I'll leave them here. (laughs) And so she was literally the only one that could turn it off, which is like, as a high schooler, yeah, ain't nobody. She has more intellect than anyone else in the world yeah. <laughs> that they couldn't go up and read the fucking manual. Right. But she was a genius, so that's why she worked at a call yeah. center. You know, IQ like 200. She could read it two years old. Yeah, two years old. Like at a 20th grade level. Uh, she could be my manager. Right? <laughs> as long as she don't call the cops on me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, one time she uh, was dating this guy who worked at a Chicago uh, radio station. Oh, my God. Um, it was this tall building. It wasn't the Sears Tower. She was like, it's not the Sears Tower, but it's one of the tallest ones in Chicago. <laughs> and the dude was, she was dating had this coworker who had just gotten in a, a divorce. So he was, like, all depressed. So he goes downstairs to one of the uh, server rooms, and the thick glass, he starts chipping away at it, and eventually he breaks a hole in the, thick, in the glass. And then he jumps out of it. And the wind is so strong that it blows him back into the <laughs> into the glass, splatters him on the glass, and body parts fall down to the oh ground. Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> it's not called the Windy City for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so yeah, so she was involved in that because she was dating the guy who worked there oh with that guy. Gosh. So, oh, I'm, I'm, that's another thing I'm going to research because apparently body parts fell from the sky yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> It's like getting sucked out of like a spaceship or like an airplane or something, <laughs> but you're holding on. And of course, like the building has its own gravity, so you can't jump yeah. out of that shit without smashing against it. <laughs> can't kill yourself without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> I'm getting onto the bottom of the list now. There's so apparently she has this friend who's so pretty that they were in Vegas one time, and. Uh, she was the reason she brought this up because they were talking. We were talking about Ewan McGregor from Star Wars and Train Spotting and all that. And like, we were talking about stars at the time. And she mm-hmm. was like, Ewan McGregor, he always says he's so faithful to his wife. Man, uh, if only anyone knew who he actually was. So, like, okay, Michelle, tell me the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in Vegas and 
my 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 friend who's so pretty she's like she's a model she's a wig model she's so gorgeous uh Emer McGregor uh we met him in Vegas and uh he starts hitting on her and then he's like here's my room key and of course she was like I don't want to go to his room blah 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 and they just took off I'm like what the hell what show me this this woman yeah <laughs> and then she showed it to me and it was like the plainest bitch yeah like <laughs> Her, her name used to be Trainwreck. <laughs> I mean, like, it was like, she had like five different wigs on, too. It was like, none of them might do anything. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Dude, she don't know. Some of these are just stories that she told, and I was like, why did you tell me that story? Like, she saved her dean's life because one time she was holding a bunch of books and slipped, and she caught her. What the hell? Why did you tell me that story? <laughs> yeah. Like, I love you, Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saved you, Dean. So there was a story. She was on the phone with a dispatch with cops showing up at this place in Chicago. And it was these partiers. And the dude was hanging over the side of a balcony pretending to be Spider-Man. And he falls and busts his head off. Damn. De- decapitates him. He, he lands on this glass uh, table and his head's gone. Splattered. Damn. And, the, and of course she was like, I heard the whole thing. When he hit the ground, he went, and I heard it. And the cops were on dispatch with me, like, on the radios, and I heard the whole thing, and they were all, like, devastated or whatever. And then she was like, so when the cops came back in, they were telling me all about it, and they were like, oh, my God, you know, I'm so glad you were there to support us while we were, you know, out there, whatever. Yeah. And then um, the the parents apparently wanted to sue the cops for not doing CPR until the ambulance came. What the hell? And she was like, well, there was no head. Yeah, no, exactly. They all decapitated pretty much. And like, do CPR. Like what? Just push on his chest. <laughs> Whatever his chest is. And then stick a, uh, stick something that he can breathe in at the top of where it's Yeah, like a straw. Can you, yeah. Anybody got a pen? Yeah. Anybody got a pen? <laughs> With a straw. Yeah. What are those straw pens? You know, the ones you pop out shit? <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, so that was that whole thing, and, like, she was like, I saw the pictures. As soon as they came in, they showed me the pictures, and it was like, there was no head there. They couldn't have performed CPR, and, like, the the case got thrown out once they were shown the pictures, and, of course, she knows all about it, because she was all involved in that yep. thing. She was, Even like... she's a fucking dispatcher, and doesn't yeah. know jack about it. <laughs> On to the next call, bitch. <laughs> all of a sudden, like, 007 and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Has all the secret information. I know all about it. But I am a call center representative. <laughs> <laughs> so she does best. Yep. <laughs> Uh, stories <laughs> let's see kid read by two years old invented lunchables um oh last last one we'll say uh she met a couple uh while she was waitressing another thing she was uh, she was the manager the <laughs> yeah not the manager but she was a server <laughs> <laughs> if they asked her to be the manager she didn't want to yeah she's like i'd rather be a server i want to be a manager. <laughs> yeah i don't, <laughs> don't want to be a manager i'm not good at it <laughs> um she met this couple who apparently both of them individually without telling each other won the lottery <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what is her like lottery winnings everywhere she was like so i was serving them and they gave me a 500 dollar tip and then they said we won the lottery individually with the same numbers without telling each other and both won three million dollars each what the hell <laughs> First of all, you can't win $3 million. I know. Well, this could have been in the 70s. (laughs) But, like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then she was like, you know what I would have said? Only $500, bitch! We're like, bitch, you missed the decimal point. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. You both won $6 million together? Yeah. Oh, you fucking full of shit. (laughs) Fucking. And And then they escaped. They were like, oh, we're leaving forever. Uh, and we don't want to tell any of our, our family and stuff, so we're just going to escape. Boom. They're gone. <laughs> Disappear. Thin air. Off the face of the earth. <laughs> so this, won the lottery. Is, this is her life. This is her life. In a nutshell. In, in, in a, more than a nutshell. I think it's overflowing. It is. And Oh, yeah. Fuck. Two more. All right. Two more. Save people in a fire. <laughs> Without any protective gear, just runs up in that bitch. Well, apparently she was the only one who knew about the fire. What the hell? She went down she the started. Enti- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she went the entire apartment complex, knocked on everyone's doors because she was the only one who knew about the fire. And the reason she was the only one who knew about the fire is because they were testing the alarms a half an hour before. 
And so everyone thought it was a test. And she was the only one who called the police and was like, hey, what's going on? Is it still testing? And they were like, no, the, the fire person is gone. What could it be? Make sure there's no flames. And then she walks outside and sees smoke. And she's like, I have to save everyone. So she runs and like saves everyone. <laughs> to me, she's like, just like, she lights everything on fire. And she gets like, <laughs> like everyone's house ready and stuff. Like the doors and be like, all right. Lights everything on fire. And it's like, I got a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> knocking on everyone's door. Time to hey, save people. <laughs> time to save everyone. Hey, there's a fire. It's not a joke. It was a drill but it now it's not a drill anymore this is the second drill <laughs> not a drill this is the non-drill this is the real life yeah we tested it through. it was a drill before we were making sure you were prepared now it's time to... <laughs> it's time for me to save i mean time for you to get out of here yeah. apparently it was an old lady who had lit a lantern and then dropped the lantern right there, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, well then she got the whole rundown afterwards in a full functioning she's apartment in, she's important yeah exactly yeah. with with the lights running no no outages She's like, I need a lantern. <laughs> I just need a, a lantern with I need to kerosene light this in it. lantern. <laughs> with my frail bones. <laughs> I will light this match. Oh! <laughs> Help me! Did she try to hit life alert and that shit wouldn't go off? I'm I can't get up. <laughs> the drill is going on. <laughs> and all I could thought, who could save me at this moment? So with my almost dying breath, I said, Misha. <laughs> and she knocked and it broke down my door and saved me. <laughs> Do you want to be my manager? <laughs> no, I want to smash these pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. I, I'm the mother of Billy Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> and I was talking on the phone with Oprah Winfrey at the same time. <laughs> and there's a drug dealer down the street. <laughs> He's got some denominations of drugs. <laughs> He's always bringing a bush everywhere he goes. <laughs> and a gun. And a baseball bat. <laughs> shaped like a gun. <laughs> and shaped like a baseball bat trigger. I love the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> um, last one. She has a cousin that is a New York Police Department. Uh, well, he's a cop in the New York Police Department. They offered him a chance to play in the Yankees. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he turned it down. He turned it down and said, you know what? I'd rather be a cop and die hard. <laughs> I want to be the manager of the Christmas special that I invented. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's no way. Like, turning down a Yankees contract. Oh like you're, you're Like, any baseball team would, like, really want you. Like, it doesn't matter who it is, and they'll pay, like, they'll pay big bucks for someone like that. He wanted to fulfill his destiny. Like, that's gotta be in the news somewhere, right? Yeah. Dude turns down Yankees to go play, we'll shoot people in New York. <laughs> uh, police officer turns down Yankees contract to be a desk job guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even in the field. <laughs> yeah. He's not even getting his feet wet. <laughs> Tracking down people and giving them get out of jail free cards. And yeah, this <laughs> duty. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's her life. That's uh, man. Apparently, there's more that I missed when I was gone <laughs> on vacation. That's a lot of crazy things that happened to one person. Could you imagine having that life? Yeah, like like everything, the craziest shit just happens to you. Like not like the bad ones. Like like the craziest lucky shit. Yeah, you meet like. People that no one would ever meet pretty much in their whole life. Especially when you're just at a regular-ass restaurant. $500 tip. $500 tips. I invented Bruce Willis Christmas movies. <laughs> Christmas Lunchables. Lunchables. Um, <laughs> I hit the lottery literally like almost every week. So close. One number off. <laughs> and it's not even two numbers off it's one up always or down. one number off every up number or down every single number every time i play oh my god i just have to next time i play i'm gonna pick a number and then i'm gonna go one number down fuck it was up next time i'll be like hey you've been doing that and then just be like oh the lottery just came out let me see what your numbers are <laughs> oh yeah i don't have those anymore i threw it away <laughs> um and she has the biggest thing where you know she was born way before phones with cameras on them <laughs> and she invented the uh 
the iPhone 1 through 5. (laughs) (laughs) She invented everything about it. Even the upgrades. In the upgrades. And the color ones. (laughs) It's like... But what... It's it's the whole argument with Gary. It's like, what validation do you get out of telling these stories? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, oh my god. Who is this person? Who works at a call center. Like, how long have you been telling these stories? Yeah. And then, you know, like, sometimes I'm about to, like, just sneak around, like, when she's talking to people. And then be like, hey, every time you tell that story, it gets different, like, every time. <laughs> it gets better and better every time I hear it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I just forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck it. Slipped my mind. I'm old. <laughs> I've been through a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a... Hypothetically, let's say, if she did have all that done i still wouldn't believe it because i'm like that's very specific like people would have written books yeah <laughs> about her yeah it would have been like something documented she would have been way. the most interesting person in the world right she would be on the Toseki commercials <laughs> i can't be like going to some like people that i just met and be like oh you know this one bitch like she did a b c and d because <laughs> no one would believe you and like she expects everyone to believe her about that yeah I don't even believe Gary, the bullshittiest bullshitter. He's like, ah, she's full of shit. (laughs) But she sounds like she said it exactly the same (laughs) every time. Matter of fact, I think I saw her at my one of my wrestling matches. (laughs) (laughs) She was front row. Front row. All the wrestlers knew her. (laughs) She threw her panties on stage. Oh god! And her top was off. Oh, uncensored, and that's the only time it's been (laughs) uncensored on. USA or CW6. Anthony re-airs. it re-airs. Oh, God. So that was, that's that been the Michelle Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the Michelle Minutes. The Michelle. <laughs> oh, my God. The habitual liars. I, <laughs> I can't believe it. And the thing is, this is a call center that has two... Of the same person. <laughs> like, what are the odds of that happening? And they both think they're full of shit. <laughs> and then on second thought, they're not. I know. <laughs> well, Gary's on the fence. Michelle's like, oh, Gary, all of his stories are so stupid. They're so full of shit. <laughs> I'm like, uh... <laughs> like you know, um, you should take a page out of his book. I know, right? Uh, it sounds like you're taking the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, I mean... Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that any of that being real. Like, I'd be like, that was real, Lee fake. <laughs> I mean, every story has like every lie has a kernel of truth. So if we go through all those stories, there's probably tiny kernels of truth. Oh, one time I crashed a snowmobile. One time I slid really fast down a hill without knowing how to stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Like I think like she did probably like. Did the snowmobile, but not at 90 miles an hour, more like when, you know, when you just get on and then when you and try goes, to learn how takes to like, off. <laughs> yeah, and it takes off without you on it, like Ghost Rider. Yep. And then like you then get hurt and then be like, all right, so when I tell this to someone, I'm going to say 90 miles. Did a front flip. With a machine gun, <laughs> fighting off all these snow terrorists. <laughs> and the drug dealers. Yeah. With the snowmobile, driving down to the helicopter rendezvous. Um... Maybe she did call the police on that drug dealer. Maybe she saw a glimpse of somebody sitting on a black duffel bag and was like, Cops! And then he ran off. And she yeah. was like, I caught him. It was probably a guy that just got out of LA Fitness, passed out like at the gym, on the bushes. <laughs> just <laughs> He had his uh, croquet bat. <laughs> yeah. He had, uh, uh, what did you call that? Uh, the tennis thing, the uh, uh, racket, racquetball, racquetball <laughs> yeah. rack, in the in the bush, with a double bag that said Nike. <laughs> um, maybe she did with protein powder <laughs> that looked like drugs. Like, and all these seem like it could have been things that she heard about, like Wayne Newton's kangaroo. People heard about that. It was on the news. Yeah. I was there in Vegas at one point. <clears throat> you know, sometime. Yeah, she probably read the news and just probably said she was there. Or maybe they in 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 uh, American Express they 
they were saying, oh, our department found some discrepancy in Oprah Winfrey, you know, was, we, we have a... But, yeah, I, I feel like she could have just heard those things. And they would have been stuff she incorporated in her own stories. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean... I don't know. It's hard to imagine any of that being actually, like, true happening to her, all that shit. What do you guys think? Put it in the comments below. If you have heard any of these stories... About anyone. I need to cross anywhere. <laughs> I know. Anyone living in Chicago, <laughs> please tell us all about the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Whether or not they, she she couldn't remember what they were called before the Smashing Pumpkins, and I think I, I read something about it, but I I forgot what they were called. Pumpkin smashing. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin smashers. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, like daily, she'll sit there and talk about these stories, and I'll write them down, and I'll be like, hmm. I wasn't expecting to, like, list them. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, some of them are just too good to pass up. Like, holy shit. A lot to talk about there. Yeah. Do you guys have any pathological liars in your life? <laughs> or habitual liars. Yeah. You know, that just do the same thing. They try to, like, maybe make them greater than everyone. Or they want you to feel sorry for them. Like, <laughs> everything tragic happens to them. There's also those, too. Like, uh, I'm pregnant. And then, like, <laughs> bitch, you thought you were pregnant. Like, I never told that to anyone. I just gained, like, 10 pounds yesterday. Yeah, I had a miscarriage or something. Yeah. <laughs> People will do that a lot. People will do that all the time. It's insane. It Here, is. The life of working at a call center, and you get some characters that are just like. <laughs> characters, weirdos, you leave the comments. Here's some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I. Basically, a uh, call center is like getting paid at the 13th grade level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of stupid drama. That's just, uh, it's a lot of drama. Any call center has so much drama. Like, shit travels. <laughs> it travels fast like herpes. <laughs> <laughs> On a toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. They give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From sitting down and then it's on your face. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So... That was the Michelle Minute <laughs> and a little bit of Gary Gripe. <laughs> we like to revisit some of these because there's all new stuff that always goes on. Every single fucking day, man. I swear. Like, I'll sit there and it's kind of the point where I'm just tired of writing them down. She'll tell me a story. She's like, yeah, one time I saved the president. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, one time the president got, like, it, someone shot. And then, like, I stopped time. And then I saved <laughs> I his life. I the bullet out of the way. <laughs> yeah, and then I end up Arresting those bad guys with a lasso. Ding. The end. But they be doing that. Like, that's the kind of stories they tell. And I'm like, what? I got so many questions. Like, well, I got to go. Lunch started. And I'm like, no, wait, come back. There's not, not much follow-up. Yeah. Liars. <laughs> Foolish shit. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do with people like that. Like, are you supposed to praise them? Oh my god, your story's so good! Am I supposed to be like, you're so freaking cool! You're famous! Or should I be like, shut your ass up, <laughs> what the you hell? lying... <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so... What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> it was fun talking about Michelle. Michelle. We needed to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I needed to get off my chest. Because I've just been holding it in. This yeah. entire time I was like, like, I need to tell someone. I can't handle it oh. anymore. So we got a, a new podcast studio. Uh, That's why our audio sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get it up and running with I need, visuals. I need to buy a, a new uh, wire thing. <laughs> it's complicated yes there's so many wires but we will get it up and running to full capacity we will have video podcast yes we will have skits we got stuff for that yes <laughs> um and now we're doing it at Mr. Hyde's house <laughs> yes cause Mr. Rios' house Dr. Rios' house doesn't exist anymore <laughs> it's relocating <laughs> Michelle burned it down <laughs> Actually, Michelle robbed it 
saved it, burned it down, knocked on every door, and saved everyone's life. Someone made her the fire marshal. (laughs) (laughs) The manager of the fire marshal. (laughs) Fire marshal manager. (laughs) Fire marshal Bill took his job. So, yeah. So, I moved. My family actually moved. And so now we're in a new place, unfortunately. Yeah, we're just getting, like, as much as we can uh, set up here. Might not be crisp, but it will do. Not unless we do ASMR. ASMR, ASMR. What does it stand for again? I don't know. Something about audio meridian sound. R. (laughs) Audio media. Sar. (laughs) Sar. We didn't come up with any for the Sar. Michelle made it up. <laughs> yeah, right? She invented that, actually. She invented Dolby. Yeah. Surround. Everything. Everything. And Beats by Dre. ASMR. Dare. She loves drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's on them right now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's on them. And then, you know how in her mind it'll be like, everything is true, but when she tell us, it's like this big blur. <laughs> like, what? It really does feel like that sometimes. <laughs> you did what? I jumped off a building with no parachute did like eight flips and a somersault, landed on my feet. <laughs> well, I was it was in midair. They were playing free falling for me, and then the wind <laughs> blew me into the building. <laughs> and, and then Chicago out. just blew me out of Chicago. Yeah. That's how I got here. It's hacking like Arizona. I had no money. Had to get a good, I get, a, get a job at a call yeah. center. And then I landed this job. That's where I landed. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey called me up. Yep. She, and she, she was congratulated like, me. Hey, where are you at? At the call center. <laughs> Saved, saved her money. And I, I saved her life, too, by the way. Yeah. She slipped. Yeah. <laughs> I caught her. Ah, oh, freaking Michelle. Such is life for the for the Michelle. Um, but what would you do? Would you keep talking to a person like that, or were you just kind of like... Yeah. I don't know. Making them acquaintance, like, you know, just say hi, so that way, like, in case they... Go to Scruntled, you know, like... How would you respond? Yeah, how would you handle <laughs> what's, something what's, like what's your thing? I mean, like, do you do you let them talk? And you're just like, eh, I don't want to argue with them. Or do you confront them, you know, pull a Jabari and just be like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you just be like, man, ain't fucking happened to your ass. Shut your ass up. Or would you be like, that's cool. That's cool. I'm and then be like, now. man, that shit didn't happen to you. Or would you be like, man, that's cool. Damn, this is the coolest person ever. You know, I feel sorry for some people who believe them. <laughs> I know, right? Gullible ass people. <laughs> or would you talk about them on a podcast because you have no other way to vent? <laughs> yeah. Or would you tell them that you did the same shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd be like, like, oh, no shit. I, I did also that same fucking. Shit <laughs> I also do a guy who killed himself outside a window in Chicago on that one radio station. <laughs> yeah, and I saved his life. Was that you that jumped out that yeah. I saved your life? I, I was skydiving and I saved him just on yeah. the nick of time. <laughs> like, you know, when you were free falling, I free falled faster yeah. to end up... Caught him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I they, saved it. They were playing free falling. Yeah. And I was singing it all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Karaoke style. At the same time, as I was falling, I saw some dude in the bushes and I called the police. <laughs> Landed in his double bag and <laughs> saved my life. Yeah, his, his, his thing of certain denominations of drugs yeah. <laughs> landed on them. It was cocaine. Soft. Yeah. Powdery. Like snow. Yeah. That one time I had snowmobiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I snowmobile and I slipped off all that snow and I got high as shit. Oh, <laughs> then the snowmobile landed on me after I fell from the sky. That's why I couldn't feel any pain. That's why I had no bruises or nothing. <laughs> and my ski pole impaled somebody. <laughs> yeah. While I entered a tournament (laughs) with another skier that was a professional skier, and then (laughs) I went through everything. (laughs) It's like I was (laughs) free-falling. And then I took the shotgun from the guy who had the drugs and started out shooting some cops. (laughs) And then I started doing all these drugs, and I was part of a dare team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They were like, I dare you. (laughs) Do drugs. I said, do as... That should be an acronym. (laughs) But no one would like it. But I just had it on some piece of paper that I had some doodling on my my house, and then someone stole my goddamn idea. <laughs> you know what dare stands for? Drug, a drug, redrug, <laughs> ecstasy, ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then after I did it, you know, I I tried it out, but I they didn't say it was that. And then this dog just came out and started telling me how bad do- like drugs are. Mascots. <laughs> You're with a trench coat. You want to be my manager? <laughs> hey, would you sign me to be your manager? While well, I was at a restaurant eating wings, <laughs> and someone won the lottery. I was working, and they gave me a five hundred dollar tip on top of that. <laughs> It's like, bitch, where's my money? <laughs> right? And I said, here's lottery numbers. And then they came back, and then they showed me they won the lottery. And I was like, I was one number <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I have ESP. Yeah. ESP. I was one number up or down. It doesn't matter, but I was off. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Every single time. So, yeah, we have, um, we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to have content coming out. I know it's been a while, but now that everything's settling, you got a vacation. I... I have time off whenever whenever I want. <laughs> now. <laughs> right. Uh, then we can start doing... Uh, I want to get, like, the uh, capture card for the video for the, for the the video games. And we got... We definitely... Now that we have a decent camera or a camera, uh, we can start filming some shit. Um, that's going to... It's going to... It'll be good. Yes. We got scripts going. I got plans. I like plans. Plans are good. Just got to pull the trigger. Um... First, the first step in this plan was to get the podcast back up and running. So, episode one of season two is <laughs> coming to a close. Yeah, Pot the pilot, pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Jabari told me he listened to the Gary Grip and he, <laughs> he, was, he thought it was very uh, accurate. <laughs> but um, I, I might link him to this one, <laughs> right? Like, if you play that one, like this will play. Yeah, or, just, or vice versa. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Um, that this this is uh, this has been season two, episode one. Hopefully, we'll see you next weekish. And good night. Good night.